Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, welcome into Loho Daily. I'm Loho. I'm Lawrence Holmes. I'm so excited about today's episode because today is the day that Endgame comes out. We've been waiting, and now we've got it. Avengers Endgame is here. And, yeah, I understand that sometimes this is a sports podcast, but not today. Not today. This event is too big for me to just talk about sports. So I invited one of my friends on. Tyra Martin and I went to the same high school. She is one of the fantastic producers at WGN Channel 9 in Chicago, and she has already seen Avengers Endgame. Now, we're not going to put any spoilers in here. We're not going to mess this up for you, but we are going to get you prepared. She sees all these movies before everyone else does. She's a geek like us, and you are going to enjoy our conversation. This is Tyra Martin breaking down Avengers Endgame. It's finally here. Let's get it. You can hear me okay? Yeah, I got you. Oh, awesome. Fantastic. Um, there's so I'm already recording, just so you know. That's kind of how I do things. I just try to – I don't do intros and outros. I just try to have conversations with people about stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all right. I, I got to ask you, because I thought I saw that you posted that you went back and watched all of the Marvel movies. Is that true? I've seen all of them in succession as they were released. Um, I'm a big enough nerd that I thought about uh, going back to put them in. There's a bunch of fellow nerds that have come up with a chronological order <laughs> for all 21 films. I thought about doing that. I have not had enough time to do that before um, the screening uh, that I got to Tuesday. But I did watch uh, Infinity War again over the weekend. So I was I was totally caught up, but I've seen every movie. So once you went back over Infinity War... Mm-hmm. Was there anything that you took from it that you may have missed your first couple of screenings of it? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think there was anything I missed. Having seen it and talked about it and having some time pass, and um, I was lucky enough to get to uh, Disney Studios to see about 10 minutes of Endgame before it was released. So I did have an opportunity to kind of look back at some of the um, Iron Man things that happened um, that will play a little better. Uh, that'll make a little better sense when you see Endgame. There's so I'm so protective of spoilers. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. So if I stumble, it's because I'm just trying to be super extra careful. <laughs> Well, why well, I, I know I, I'm very happy that you're being careful with the spoilers because you know how folks are, and I already have my plan. And I wouldn't want anybody to ruin it for me. Well, 100. I I got my my plan. I'm going Saturday morning in Chatham 
to to go watch it, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. Why do you think this struck such a why Infinity War and why people getting ready for Endgame has struck such a cultural chord with with society? You know what? They're familiar characters. Um, a lot of them are uh, characters that were regular superheroes that were regular people um, who were, you know, had some encounter with some element of science and were endowed with special powers or were like Iron Man, who just was a super smart guy and came up with it. And I think that's what resonates with a lot of people. There are supernatural characters, obviously, but um, I think what people love about these Marvel characters is that they are extra super relatable. They've been written certainly in this um, recent run of films as people, you know, regular people, funny, normal, um, happy people who are grieving or fighting something. And it's very relatable. And I think that's what's made this particular run of the Marvel characters uh, so endearing. But when you look specifically at Infinity War, um, I was talking about it with some people today. I mean, you had just really met Black Panther at that point and then gone. Poof, you know. Um, so it's just people are very attached to them. And there's so much uh, that people lost in uh Infinity War. I talked to the directors and they said people told them that they had been crying for like a a long time, like a family member, a close friend had passed away because they're so attached to these people. So um, Endgame definitely ties up a lot of loose ends, delivers on um, friendships that you want to know more about, relationships that you uh, wanted to see develop. Um, it's a, an incredible study in heroism and honor and bravery and friendship. It, it, it's so funny that you mentioned that. And the experience that I had in, in, at Chatham was amazing because it went from this, this joyous moment of when people saw Captain America pop up. Mm-hmm. And then the way that we all left the theater, there was this feeling of loss and mm-hmm. it's it's hard to describe because those of us who are comic book fans, you you know that there, that usually there is a way to retcon all of this stuff, mm-hmm. and and that's what people are looking forward to. But I, I I thought it was really good filmmaking, and I know that's not a word that people ordinarily associate with superhero movies, but really good filmmaking to make everyone feel that way that yeah. that you weren't going to get necessarily the happy ending of a right. movie when when you saw that thing and and that that connection to me is really uh was a really powerful moment and long game good filmmaking so it's not like um you know this is all all of these characters you meet in this one film and you've got to develop the attachment and relationship within uh, 125 minutes and then lose them. These are people, characters that fans have been following, of, you know, for people that just jumped in at Iron Man. Um, but they've been following these people for over a decade, for 11 years. And so the groundwork had been done to sow these deep, deep um, seeds of relationship with the audience and among the cast members. And it really plays out. It is it delivers at the end. 
Okay, so for someone who's never been to a a pre-screening of a movie, what's mm-hmm. that like? So it's just, it's just people in a movie theater. Um, here in Chicago for the the media screening that a bunch of us went to earlier in the week, it's all of your favorite TV and uh, online and print critics and entertainment reporters and me. <laughs> and, um, you know, you sit there and you watch the movie. The joke we all laugh is that we're all spoiled for the regular movie theater because there's no trailer, you know, there's not a whole bunch of stuff. Everybody gets there, they sit down. Once everybody's checked in, they start the movie. Um, but what is always funny to me, specifically with the Marvel films, is that we all know to stay. So um, when the credits roll, everybody just gets comfortable and you sit there and, and watch and wait. Um, I don't feel like this is a spoiler. There is no big um, reveal of anything. Um, I know that the the studio is planning to go back and do some, um, you know, kind of uh, stories on people's beginnings. But th- there's nothing to wait for at the end of it. There's a great um, run of all of the characters where you see them at different points in the Marvel series and um, nice little tribute uh, to each of the actors. So that's worth staying for, but that comes fairly quickly after the film ends. And then after that, you can go. There's like five, six minutes worth of credits for all of the gazillion graphics and location people and so, so wait, I, I, I want to be clear about this. So there's no post-credit scene. Not in the not in the version that we saw, and I stayed until they turned the lights on. <laughs> have you ever have you ever had the experience of seeing someone? Because uh, I I ran into this at, at Infinity War, where there was a couple that one of them wanted to leave, and mm-hmm. one of them wanted to stay, and the one who wanted to leave had didn't really have a lot of experience with Marvel sure. movies. And she and she yelled at her date, and she was like, "Well, how do you know there's going to be something else?" And he's like, "Because there's always something else, you know." And so she ended up leaving, and he's like, "I'm not leaving. Whatever, <laughs> I'm not leaving until I I see what I need to see." And then you know we saw it, and it was every, it was just great. But I always wonder about people who get up and yeah, leave. I look at them like you're stupid, or I, or I want to flag them down. Like, what are you doing? You're going to miss something amazing. Yes. If it's five seconds, you'll go, you're going to miss something amazing. Think along the way, all of the little um, moments that really paid off for Infinity War in the story and plot line. Um, certainly, once people see Endgame, there are references and characters that were introduced or for several movies you only ever saw um, in the credits. And, uh, if, I mean, it was them... You know, the Marvel folks slowly building this thread and this road to Endgame. What I would love to know is how long they had that in their sights. You know, did they know we're going to end it, we're going to do X amount of movies, or this is the way we want to end it, and we're basically just building the road to get to that point because it's so well thread. So how long was it? It's three hours and one minute, and it's for real three hours and one minute. Um, there is no great place to take the bathroom break. I was watching with that in mind because I thought I'll tell people, look, when this happens, race, <laughs> race out of the door. I, I really don't know um, that there's a place to go. It's a lot of movie. 
And um, did it did it feel like three hours, though, or did it feel like like because I actually thought that that Infinity War, I thought it was so good because you would get engulfed in the the stories and then you'd be like, oh, wait a minute. I forgot that that we need to now go back onto Thor's hero's journey that he's on. And and you find yourself engulfed in it. So is it that way where the three hours does doesn't feel like you're laboring through the movie? It is. It moves really well. Um, there was one point in the film where I realized I wasn't totally paying attention. You know how you're like you're watching something and then you think, wait, what did that person say? So there was there's one moment there where I don't know whether I was just distracted or tired. <clears throat> but um, but there was no point in the movie where I was shifting around in the seat or thought, well, maybe this is a good time to run to the to the bathroom. Um, it's it's good. There's they use every second of those three hours and the last sixty seconds of that one minute. It's it is jam packed. Okay. You've had the chance to be in front of a lot of of famous people when it comes to the press junkets. Mm-hmm. Of of the Marvel people, which ones have you enjoyed talking to the most? Definitely Mark Ruffalo. Um, he's funny. He usually seems, and I, I don't mean this. I'm turning into my mother the older I get. I don't mean this in a bad way, but he's <laughs> always he seems like a little high, maybe. <laughs> In the interviews, great interview. Always happy to be there. Happy to talk about the movie. Um, you know, love his character. The Hulk, Chris Hemsworth is also a great interview. Can be kind of serious when he's by himself. But um, the last few times that I had talked to him for Marvel films, they had him paired with Chris Evans, and it was a great, uh, great combination. Um, Chadwick Boseman is great. Um, Always a great interview. You know, they all, gosh, Jeff Goldblum I had for Thor Ragnarok. I, I saw um, you and Jeff Goldblum, and he <laughs> he is a trip. Oh, my God. He's everything you want him to be. It's it's like he wakes up every morning and puts on a Jeff Goldblum costume. I, it's it's amazing. Um, but so, yeah, Tessa Thompson, every, everybody attached to these films is so happy to be a part of this storytelling um, and these films that will live on forever. I mean, people will always love a superhero story. So um, they're always happy to be there, happy to do the interviews, proud of the product, and all of that makes a big difference. Clearly, we're both geeks, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's the, we, we have grown to accept that, and it has become more acceptable as we've gotten older. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know, are there people in your life that – maybe aren't geeks that have jumped on to this bandwagon and you've had to kind of squire them through it? I do. I've got a couple of friends, uh, girlfriends, who along the way are like, oh, my God, I don't want to go see that movie. I'm like, please come. (laughs) Please come with me. It's going to be super fun. And then they end up, uh, you know, finding some level of humanity and whatever the storytelling is and that touches them or uh, you know most people whether they want to admit it or not you know we don't like to admit that we like violence but we people like to watch a good fight and so um you know they walk away with that that was exciting and fun or god chris hemsworth is a beautiful human yes yes (laughs) (laughs) so um you know there's always something in it for everyone i dated a guy um for a while and 
our whole relationship was based on talking about these stupid movies. And, uh, and it was good until it wasn't. But, I mean, people, people love these stories. Am I, I'm guessing that uh, Thor Dark World broke you guys up. Is that what ended up? No. <laughs> I, said, I think we, bro- I, we broke up in the middle of a DC uh, stage. So that might have been, was that Batman versus Superman? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, do it. Look, I, I know that, that we're talking about Endgame, but I have, uh, all right, since you brought it up, then you opened the door. Let me walk okay, through that know, door. I don't want to, I don't do uh, mixed. Dark liquor and, and, and light liquor. Because <laughs> I, I have so many feelings. All right, I'll just tell you this. If I'm a big Green Lantern guy, okay? Okay. Not the film because it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Right. The film, they cannot get it right. But, but, if, if on Flash, if they mention Coast City or Ferris Air one more damn time without presenting Hal Jordan to me, I'm going to lose my There'll bleep. Be a problem. You know what? I, I don't know. I don't know what the what they're missing over there. They did. There's mixed reviews on um, Shazam. Shazam. But the Shazam thing is so complicated too. But it, it, I think that's the best that they've done so far. So, that, so you liked it, and I liked Justice League. Let me say this: and Aquaman. <laughs> I thought I thought that Aquaman was beautiful, but not good. It was just it was okay. I, like it wasn't bad. Like I didn't walk away going, eh, I wasted my money. That was a waste of time. But it was cheesy. It was cheesy. But what else was Aquaman going to be but cheesy? Correct. I mean, correct. Absolutely. Going all the way back to the entourage days of them making right. fun of Aquaman. <laughs> it, it could be only cheesy. That's the only way they could be. All right. So look, I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna belabor this with you about okay. DC. We'll do another pod we'll at some point. Another time. Where yeah. where we can really delve into it. So so what would you? As we wrap this up, what would you say is your takeaway from Endgame without spoiling it? Uh, it is every emotion you want to feel in a movie packed into three hours. Um, there are moments that your the hair on your arms are going to stand up. Um, visually phenomenal, seamless with the animation. Um, there are a couple of heartbreaking moment that you should be, <laughs> you should gird yourself for uh, great action scenes um, so much relationship and character development that will just make those heartbreaking scenes that much more um, thoughtful and touching but it's a good it's a good movie and a great end to the run that was Tyra Martin, who is one of the phenomenal producers over at WGN Channel 9 in Chicago. She's always on that entertainment beat. You see her, like, she's the one usually doing the interviews on those press junkets when a lot of the famous people are going around the country and doing interviews to promote things. I hope you enjoyed our conversation about Endgame. I hope that you go see it. I'm looking forward to your reaction to it. And I'm glad that we could talk about it here on Loho Daily. I'll be back on Monday with my reaction to Endgame because I'm going to see it Saturday morning. Have a great rest of your day and great rest of your weekend. Go Captain America!